This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you did it, I done it before. I had it, got mad at it, don't want it no more, a.k.a. If you catch me in the room with lions, Simba's dying, come back later. <laughs> it's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up? You, you barely made it through that one. Hey, man, it's been a long week. I'm sure. And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the Liquor Store Legend, the Corner Store Conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see, and it's not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Let's get it popping. Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 104. 104. Yeah, and I'm not watched this week either. Yeah, it was it was you last week, and then the week before, it was me. But I'm typically the one that's always watched. Yeah. It's like, a nice change of pace to see absolutely. you struggling. And I see you got a haircut. Yeah, man. It was, it was a rough week last week. <laughs> okay. You uh, always had a haircut on Friday, so I was I was happy to see you at a disadvantage. Uh, it probably sounds like hate. Thank you. I, 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 really, I greatly appreciate it. I don't give a fuck what it sounds like. Uh, how was your weekend, brother? Hey, man, I made it through another week. No jail, no bullshit, you know. Still above ground, so any day above ground is a good one. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, likewise, uh, I was very interested in music this week, though. No, it's been a lot. Was, I can't say I was. There's been some trash that came out this week. How so? Kanye West. That Ye album, I'm going to step out there. I'm going to jump out there on the deep end right now and call it trash. Well, maybe it's not trash, Nigga, but had, it's just not a great album. Fam, you had this shit all of five hours. I don't, I, I like can, five hours. I can listen to music all day at work. I probably listen to this album at least six times, straight through. I mean, it's 24 minutes. So, so I not, mean, and I know you have a problem with these short-ass albums. I mean, not a problem, but like, I mean, complete your thought. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with seven songs? Yeah, I'm wrong with it. Seven is the number of completion. All right, though. I'm just I'm I'm asking for real. Like, what's your beef with seven songs? I don't I don't I don't mind. I mean, just make it worth my while. You know, it was alright. Twenty one minutes. That's enough. That's I mean, enough. Push, push album was twenty one minutes. Like I got out. Just I had to go. I had to hit the repeat button in the shower. Like I I didn't even make it through the whole shower with the with the album. Fam. Why are you taking twenty minute showers? Cause I pay my water bill. Huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That just seems that just seems a tad excessive. Well, you know, when you got quality audio in the crib, you know what I'm saying? You could. I got too many people in my house for niggas to be taking. Well, shit, you got showers. five fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? I know hot water by then. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no ain't no twenty minute showers around a Bradley household. Get your ass out. Hell no. Um, but I mean, let's back up. You know, last week we talked about um, Pusher. Semi almost dying on his birthday because um, Drake hated on his uh, album release. Punched him in the face on his birthday. With the W freestyle. 
Uh, matter of fact, before we even get into that, we do got a special guest in the building because how can we talk about battles and, and shit like that? We got uh, an expert on battles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got an expert on battles in the building. So please, our special guest, please introduce yourself. It's City. I don't got no AKAs and no shit like that. <laughs> it's just City. Uh, I felt kind of left out because I didn't have a, like a whole bunch of AKAs and shit. So I was like, "Man, it's okay, I mean, man. I didn't see you list off some shit in some battles, so I was expecting <laughs> he was expecting, expecting you to come with something. Yeah. yeah, man, it's just City. Right now, we're keeping it right. And, and I'm gonna say it on the mic: City is the first artist we've ever interviewed that just came through on a solo. Yeah. Everybody has an entourage. Facts. Even regular podcasts people be coming. <laughs> yeah. Be six, seven. Well, where we going to sit all these people at? Yeah. yeah, man. I wasn't going to come on some Hollywood shit. I just hit them up like, yo, I want to come through Fuck With Y'all. So. Hey, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. We appreciate it. Because a lot of niggas hit us up. And, man, you know, man, sometimes man. they fumble the rock. Sometimes they don't show up. Like, damn, nigga, you called me. Like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, you called me. We scheduled this shit out. But, you know, it is what it is. Um... What'd you think of the uh the Duppy freestyle? I thought that shit was hard. Yeah. I thought it was hard. I think it was I think I think Drake only thing like seeing how shit going right now, how Pusha just came back and bombed on him, I think Drake kinda did too much on the Duppy freestyle because that uh-huh. shit is that's how you say it, Duppy or yeah, yeah, I guess. Look, I think Canadians. I think he went so <laughs> crazy on that on that Duppy freestyle that that made Pusha T just like you know what I mean? Just do them like that. If if Drake would have came and probably spit like a couple lines and yeah. shit, it wouldn't have been looking like how it's looking now. But he went crazy on Pusher and Kanye, so shit, they sniped him from the rooftop, man. That's pretty much what happened. I don't think Drake was expecting Pusha T to, to be the same, to be a warrior when it came to that shit. Man, you know? like I, think he, he, I think he planned it. I think Pusha T planned this whole shit. Facts. I think he has a whole bunch of other shit, too, he could oh, talk yeah. about. Oh, yeah, because... I kind of looked at it last week from the other end that like Drake was jabbing at him to make him say something. Then the next one was going to be the right hook. I thought that now I understand Pusher is in clear control, (laughs) but I thought Pusher was out of control because I'm like on infrared you threw jabs, but like he already like threw mad shots at you on the two birds one stone joint. Like that was about a year, year and a half ago. Like fam, he like went directly at you. He said the same shit in this, and I, I listened to that shit three or four times. But he said the same shit. You didn't really sell that many drugs. Um, your brother is like you didn't really. You don't got nothing new to say. Yeah. And like once you don't got that element of surprise, like what else? Like what else is it? So I thought Pusher fucked up and threw a light jab because that dumpy freestyle dope as fuck. He came through. The beat was cold. I do think he was more at Kanye West than Pusher. Now that I listen to it more and more. I mean, Kanye is an easy target. Man, that shit was like damn near to me. I thought that shit was like a Kanye diss. Like, yeah. He really, honestly, real talk, he really only had a couple lines about Pusher if you really think about it. But it's because Kanye associated with Pusher, so it's like that shit was kind of for all of them. Nick said father had to stretch his hand and reach out to me. Shit. I mean, but Kanye's never, like, we've never regarded him as an amazing MC. And he's never, like, shied around the fact that, like, other people write for him. Like, well, we've known this since college dropout. Well, we've known this, but he don't never mention it. Matter of fact, in the rap, he, but, like, what niggas do mention they had ghostwriters? We know niggas is writing for Dre. We know niggas write for Puff. Like, but we don't, we don't speak on it, but we know what's going on. Well, like, when those rumors first came up, on graduation, on a joint deal with Wayne, he was like, I don't need right tears. I might bounce ideas, but only I can come up with some shit like this. He tried to, like, dispel it. Like, I don't need no writers. I might bounce ideas. You doing more than bouncing ideas, fam. He had a whole song written by somebody. Like, yeah. I mean, shit. 
But but it happens though. Like I don't think you can you can't reveal yourself as I'm this amazing MC and you got a team of niggas writing for you. But Kanye doesn't carry that type of torch. Now we found out niggas was writing for Royce to five nine or something like we'd be Man, sorely that disappointed. Shit, that shit would break my heart. Yeah, sick. because we hold Royce in such a high Man. regard for his pen work. But niggas, we nigga told me Royce didn't write his shit, bro. Who write it? I, I need to see that upset. nigga. Who writes it? I would be upset. I don't know what I would do. At the same time, though, did, did Drake did Drake dispel the Quentin did, did Drake dispel the Quentin stuff in the Duppy freestyle as well? Because he laid him out there too. So anybody else bring that up again? It, it's a wrap on that. Like I'm not Kroger double time. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know, I watch a lot of battles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some battles, niggas that get up there like, I know you expect me to talk about this, talk about this, talk about right, this. Right. You're exactly right. I'm talking about this. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to do it like fam. I, I I literally heard songs of somebody rapping, singing the chorus and everything, and you just memorized it and rapped it over. But I think we look at it differently because we are, we are of a certain age. Like these, the younger crowd don't give a fuck about lyrics and who writing for who. They just want to. They the just want a hot song. Though? What's the younger crowd though? I look at like younger crowd like. Like my son age. Like he fifteen, be sixteen next year. Yeah. Like he don't give a fuck who who writing for who. He just like a, a hot ass song. He just like to listen to the shit. It don't matter if Chance writing for Kanye's he just like the music. Man, I remember when I was like coming up, if like if somebody said they wrote your shit, it's a, that was like that it's, was it's like, damaging. You, that shit was fucked up. Oh, Nigga said I remember when Gilly and Wayne was going back and forth and then yeah, Gilly was trying yeah. to say that he was writing Wayne shit. Man, that shit was crazy. Like I thought, I was like, "Damn, Wayne had somebody write this shit." I was right. like, in "I mean, he in, a, he in a video with the MF chain, which stand for Major Figures." Yeah, he had a chain like, on and all that shit. Like, damn, Illy, you know, on the Go DJ. Yeah, he was like, "I wrote that shit." It's like I'm from EA, um, East Aries, Pennsylvania. Like, nigga, I wrote that shit. I'm from EA. I'm like, oh shit, did he really write this shit? We'll never know. We'll never know. Nigga wrote the shit. But do we hold Wayne in any less high regard now? Like, listen, man, I would be more comfortable with a rapper. So, like, say, if you found out, if Royce came out with this dog-ass club song or some shit everybody fucking with, and I found out Drake wrote the club song for Royce, I don't really care that much because it's a club song. Like, man, it's, I don't oh, Be know, careful. Bro. Now, listen. Be know. careful. <laughs> I'm just telling you because, like, that's, like, but, hold like. On. We hold, like, Royce is probably, like, one of my top five MCs. Like, Period. we hold him in such high regard. You would feel a certain type of way. You've been you've been rocking to this song all summer, and then some shit come out, and you find out that Drake wrote the whole shit. But like we don't go a reference track come out for a Royce song, and it's Drake's voice. You not that's just not gonna fly. But wait, that's because that sounds a lot worse than. What? <laughs> but what do you think niggas do it. when they write it? But like you gotta reference crazy. it. Now it's one thing. It's one thing if if you in the studio, there's a whole bunch of people up in there, and, and one y'all bouncing like, ideas. One person like, hey, this hook could be fire, and then you just. Use the hook and then you throw your own verses right. on yeah. it. Right. I don't think nothing is wrong with that because no. every every fucking classic album has had people that have gave them hooks and oh, shit. Oh yeah, but your verses, nah, man. shit. Nas on the um, on the Rapture uh, joint on um, Netflix. He said uh, he was in the studio with him and Jungle one day. He looked at Jungle Pad and Jungle had wrote down like, "All I need is one mic, one muff, one." He was like. Man, I took that shit, and then I wrote the whole fucking song because he was on stage with Jungle and shit. He was like, "Uh, and this motherfucker wants some credit," <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? He was like, "But she's like, low key, like Jungle probably behind," you know. what I'm saying, 
a bunch of legendary shit, but like that's my brother, and that's like a line. Like I took those, I saw those two bars that you wrote, and I took that shit and made an entire song, which is different than Drake or mm. insert rapper here. I write a whole song, like you give it, give it to you, you memorize it, and then you write, you record that shit over. But another thing though is like delivery is really, I feel like delivery is really slept on in rap because just because oh, yeah. you could write some cold shit, yeah, like you might not be. Able oh yeah, to it's a lot of shit. niggas that can probably rap. And write some good shit, but they get on a beat and it don't sound good. You know what I'm saying? Now the the voice helps make makes the difference, and the delivery makes a difference. And how you take it is different too. Like initially, if you find out somebody is writing for for somebody else, you really don't care that much. But as you become a fan of the music, or you become a fan of that person, then it'll start to disappoint you. And then I think that's where it comes in. Like if you found out Royce was somebody was writing for Royce or such and such. You be upset because you got duped. You feel like I got duped. I was a fan of your work, and I found out it was really his work. But people don't look at look at shit like that when like it comes to R and B. We just accept that other niggas write R and B songs. The, the skill in in R and B is singing. It's not in the the words you put together. True, I listen true, to you for true. how you harmonize and carry. No, I don't care what you're singing. I mean, what you what the words say to an extent, but the art, then the art, skill in rapping is putting the words together. I'm not gonna front though. Me personally, if I find out an R and B singer like write their own shit, I get on way more points as a, as a fucking artist than somebody that just sings their shit. Like somebody like an Alicia Keys, she playing the fucking piano, she singing her shit, she writing her music. That's a lot of shit to do. Like, but like, but like, if somebody told you Anita Baker didn't write "Sweet Love," you're not like all oh, devastated about no, the shit. Yeah, you like, you still really love. No, but you like just the song give, is still what it is. You just give Taylor Swift more props for doing every damn thing as opposed to somebody else. That don't do jack, but you know what I'm saying like if you use like Anita Baker or whatever, whatever the song is, like they would do them, and then people would discover that, and like they would drop a whole cover album because yeah. I can sing too. Y'all on the corner doing your little do up, do up <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all sound good, but like the skill is. That's I guess that's why niggas don't drop cover albums for rap. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't want to hear nine niggas thrown together and do the into the Wu Tang all over again. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that kind of be fire. That should be fire. Uh, that should be cold. Steve, Steve Rifkin. Uh, Come on, Ackley's. don't don't do that to me. Look, man, that <laughs> that be he cold. just said he trying to do it for the twenty fifth. He said he want to get like Kendrick and like all the new rappers right here and get them to to do and then the entire Wu Tang album not, over again. They not rapping like, the same words. No, I don't want to hear. No, no, man. It's if a they 20th did that tribute, look, if they did a tribute and and they had motherfuckers on stage, like if they have fucking Royce do like. Somebody verse and shit, and then they had like and man, who doing Drake no come dirt. out yeah. of some shit. They had Pusha <laughs> right. T come out do somebody shit. They, they talked about this on hot, about about two no, weeks ago on not, Hot Nine Seven. Maybe if they, I could, I could get with them bringing Nine together and they creating like an original version to their song over like Cream or something. Mm-mm. Still keeping the same concept, but I don't want to hear Kendrick rapping fucking. It's Raekwon, yeah, his verse. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, they could do that shit if it's on stage. Like if they do it live, that'd be fire. Not on like a fucking. Stream, I don't want to like hear a whole a album of that Not shit. Like an album, but if it's like a fucking show and they on stage doing it, that well, that's different because that's like a that's like a tribute. Yeah, I mean, the whole fire. thing would be a tribute. No, I don't. You don't want to. You don't want to hear that shit. I ain't gonna tell what I want. I wouldn't mind listening to. I don't care what nobody say. Ain't nobody gonna say a Method Man verse like Method Man. No. Like don't nobody got that. And it was uh, you know, it was him and Ebro and Rosenberg. They was all thinking like, well, who who will play this person? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's a hip hop album that you like, love and revere? Uh, Stillmatic, my favorite. Okay, so you will you would wouldn't mind a a young nigga rapping 
all the Nas bars all over again on Stillmatic. Like, that shit takes something away from it. As me. a tribute to him, I wouldn't mind. I mean, this not like a I'm whole not- album. Hey, the fucking L's I did, L's Matic. But, yeah, but, he, but he flipped it in a whole but other way. But it's still way. the same thing, and that shit was fire. Like, it's I could deal with thing. something like that, because he took a concept. L Matic, even though he did, he had his own original yeah, they, all that raps, shit. but it was still. If it's all your original raps over the production, I can deal with that. I don't want to hear L's I rapping life's a bitch word for word. I mean, like, we, I'm not we, interested in that shit. We've seen this shit happen multiple times on all the award shows and shit. Remember, um... The hip-hop honors. But that's honoring somebody. What that's about, not, that's what the about, point. It's about, the Wu-Tang 25th year. They want to do I don't want to hear a whole album of that fuck shit. What about when the rappers, I don't like, want to hear whole... Rappers <laughs> always take, like, other lines other rappers say, and then they, like, flip them shits and make them into a hook. They be putting on like I'm telling you, Jay spit so many. Oh, he built bars. his whole career. Yeah, he, he built the first so part of, of his career off. Of I'm that not shit. mad at Jay for doing that because that shit was hot every time Jay did it. Every time Jay did that shit, it was fire. But it's not like Jay Z rapped an entire. Jay Z didn't rap Big Papa word for word and like as a tribute. Man, he damn near yeah. did. Man, Jay, I heard Jay spit about. Four I bet or five, you. Six. I bet you. There's people who don't know Biggie said when it's Remy in the system, ain't no telling when I fucking will diss. People don't even know that's fucking Biggie yeah. line. I, I'm guaranteed people don't that. know that. That's true. That's true. That's real. Like, like somebody, like somebody, like that's my age, right? All right. So I was listening to more Jay than Biggie. I had to go back and listen to Biggie shit. I've heard all Biggie shit, but it wasn't like I heard Biggie shit when it first came out. Yeah, Ready to Die yeah. came out like '94. I was born in '91. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus I, Christ! I had to go back and listen to that shit. Okay. But like Jay was Jay was popping when I was like in middle school, fucking high school and shit. So I was listening to all Jay shit. I can I can feel you because you grew up in a different. So it was like it was some bars that I didn't know were Biggie bars, and then I go back and listen to me. I'm like, damn, Jay got that shit from Biggie. Damn, Jay Nigga, got that shit about, from Biggie. How about I didn't know that? that I just answer? found out this year that Jay Z took a line. He was like, once about a time not long ago, a nigga like myself had the strong arm, my hoe. That's slick Rick. I didn't know. No, that was from uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was that's children's story. No, that's not on. That's on. The inner parlation is from no, children's was, story. The but, actual line is not from um UG, uh Pimp C and UGK was on they on their first album. Okay. One, this is not a whole sense of having a pussy, but a pussy having a goddamn sense yeah. trying to push me. I did not know that was. I thought that was Jay till this year, until I came across. I'm like, hold the hold the fuck up, like run that back, like. But I guess like like how how City said that that generational difference. Man, like, that was Pimp we grew. C. Like nigga, I remember buying fucking Ready to Die on cassette. Facts. Like I remember like Hot ninety seven because my mother's from Jersey, so like we go out there during the summers, and I remember Hot ninety seven playing Reasonable Doubt the whole shit on the radio. Like, so I mean, it, it just had it's I mean, just I a different impact. The, 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 the Ready to Die, I mean, uh, Life After Death cassette, because you know, riding the bus home from cast and shit. Nigga, what? When that bitch was over, I flipped the motherfucker over after a uh, story to tell. Flip that bitch over, and then it's on. Um, I love the dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom, boom, boom. That's fucking crazy. Niggas got cassette tape dreams and shit. Hey man, been doing Facts. it for a long time. <laughs> you know, what I'm doing saying? it for but, a long time. But like, I don't understand. I don't. I, I'm to, to 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 bring that shit back. I don't think the average person know that Kanye West don't write his raps. Don't matter. The average person don't know that. And we always call this nigga a musical genius when you don't write your raps and you ain't even making all the beats. So I, but niggas been ghost producing for years. Daz produced the Chronic. I, that don't got nothing to do with this point. Okay. Talk about how you the musical genius and you not doing the work. Because we throw that genius word around too yeah. much. He's he's a good producer. He a decent rapper. Plain and simple. Like, but we get people. 
Kanye fans are like the beehive. You no, know what I'm you, saying? Like, you know, another thing though, I think um, sometimes when you like one of the first artists of like that kind, you get way more credit and shit. I'm not saying Kanye don't deserve his credit, but you mm-hmm. get way more credit. Just like if you was like a fucking basketball player in the '80s and shit. It could be people coming out now that's way sweeter, you know what I'm saying? That's doing way colder shit. But it's like, oh, you were one of the first people that did it. So I mean, it's the Michael Jordan LeBron yeah, conversation. Nobody gonna ever beat Jordan because Jordan was the first like modern day superstar. You're never gonna beat that. I'm about to give you an example. Don't hate me. But if you a dope white rapper, Eminem was the first dope white rapper, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. It's other dope white rappers that came out, but since Eminem did it first, it's like he did it. The biggest, it don't matter, yeah. man. A white rapper could come Asher out and be the best motherfucker ever. It's cold. Lil Dicky Lil can Dickie rap. Lil is cold. Like he can really rap the way he put words together. But like we seen it before, so it don't it don't have that same appeal, that same impact. Cause like oh shit, that shit was like that shit was crazy to see a white boy that was really spitting. Yeah. Like seeing like he was really ripping. Now you can have a whole a whole new white boy. He could be just as cold. And Nobody it's like oh we seen that before. It's like oh he's trying <laughs> to be. Ill. Nah, it's okay. Like that shit I like we seen that before. You, you're trying to be Eminem. No matter if you <laughs> yeah. you know. Paul Wall, you trying to be Eminem? Like nigga, what? You don't sound nothing <laughs> like him. Uh, so uh, on his uh, the story of Adidon. I thought it was Adonis. It don't. It's the story According of Adidon. According to the internet, is Adidon. Uh-huh. So the the song is called the story of Adidon. People love naming their kids dumbass shit. I swear. Well, well, the 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 reason that it's called the story of Adidon is Drake was gonna tell everybody that he had a kid, but it was on an Adidas rollout, and he has. Adonis is his kid's name, so instead of Adidas, Adidon, that was his rollout. That's what Pushy was like. Pusha was like, he deserves more, more than, than a, a, Adidas rollout. Yeah, uh, so he I, got him against the ropes. Push got him against the ropes. In ba- in in, the, in battle terms, uh, people pulling out the cars and the ooh factor. Who you think got this? Not on bars, but like, just like on gen- even in general. I like Pusha shit like more, but it's like I think. All right, if they was to be on stage, right? If I'm thinking like, okay, if this shit is on stage, people would just fuck with Pusha more because I feel like Pusha delivered this shit better. I don't think lyrically, lyrically, Drake was probably at like a nine and Pusha shit was maybe at an eight. But like that, it wasn't that far of a gap lyrically. You know what I'm saying? Pusha still had some lyrical shit, but it was just that he was just talking to Drake. And when somebody is really talking to you and saying like shit that's facts, yeah, and it's like you ain't got no rebuttal for that shit and See, I I would think, if we speak in better terms, that Drake would have probably run with those two songs. Drake would have won in the room, and then Push would have won online. Man, I think Push would have won either way, bro. You think so? I think I think because in that room, bro, people in the room, like it's like prime example. It's like if we in the room and everybody roasting and shit, and you saying like, and you saying some fucking shit like some plain shit about somebody like some serious shit and it's fat yeah. and then somebody just say some shock value shit and be like man motherfucker you got on shacks <laughs> <laughs> everybody gonna be dying like that shit he got on shacks but like yeah. I'm, the shit that Pusha is saying is gonna erupt the building bro I know a lot of people like, saying Pusha um, premeditated and you got it planned but yeah. I, but I hope so because everybody doesn't try to challenge Drake. I, I don't think Drake has woke up into this. It was just like when J.R. Uh, Smith screwed up that shot last night and Golden State woke up. Drake is awake now. And that was a hard shot where nobody's ever hit him before. I don't know, though, man. I, I think, think Drake need to, I think he need to tap out. I he think is Drake, tap I think out. He, I think he went to it arrogant, though. Because you got to think. It's like, it's, it's like Drake. What happened with Meek and how he was so successful with the Meek shit, it's kind of like one of them things where, like, 
say you young and you beat up the nigga in your hood, like, and you just beat the shit out the nigga, and that was your only fight, but you just get lucky and you just beat a nigga up, then you try going to a whole other hood that you're not even from. <laughs> <laughs> they, you don't know none of We're them the niggas. toughest nigga in the hood. You don't know none of them niggas. You don't know any of them niggas. Like, and then, you know, you might get washed, man. Like, yeah. it's going to happen, bro. It's just a whole you, lot of... Craig got whole, lucky with Debo. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Craig, Craig ain't going to the hood, hood. hood. Yeah, we but, keep it real. Craig ain't really get busy about like it. that. It's Craig a whole cheated. lot of money behind... <laughs> it's a whole lot of money behind... A whole lot of people's uh, 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 financial stake is behind Drake. They're mm-hmm. not about to let him just die out like Meek Mill did. Drake is feeding a lot of people at the label. So if they got to put together that team of genius writers or whatever, you are, you are not going to let Push the T just push you off the ledge and be ir- ir- irrelevant. But, it, well, but team, the thing is— That team had him release a statement. Fam, we're in a battle. I don't want you releasing statements unless they overbeat, fam. You, you brought out a press release? Statement, man. That's like crazy. And but then, I you agree never with said, what you never was, said it wasn't true. But I, would, I agree to what you were saying, though. He been walking around unscathed for so long, he decided to shine up his porn star, put her on IG and all the rest of this madness like nothing's ever going to happen. And all of a sudden... What's his name? Uh, Pusha show up like 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 Black Panther did. <laughs> he said, "What's, What's up, up Right. <laughs> I mean, I think Drake is Drake. In my opinion, is gonna tap out. What what I can see him doing next? He gonna drop a radio single. He gonna throw a couple lines in there about Push. Word it's is, gonna be it's gonna be catchy, and the shit's gonna gonna dissolve let it that die out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Word is he got a hundred k floating around for for Pusha T. Man, I don't know, man. Like that's I just that's gonna work on some like mainstream shit. But I feel like the Meek Mill battle, the Meek Mill battle had people really looking at Drake like an MC though. Like it really did it because it, people before were like, oh, he's corny. But when that Meek Mill shit happened, from back to back drop, yeah, niggas, he, got, he got a different type of respect. But now because we never seen him aggressive, yeah, like we never that. seen him aggressive. But you can't do that shit with Pusha T. Like Pusha T been in the all his game. content is aggressive. He been in the game since two thousand, bro. What you else can you say about Pusha? You can't knock. You can't knock. You him still off. don't sell enough dope. So, you, so, so City, look, look. Drake hit you and say, "I need these bars. I need, I need to, I need to get rid of this putting boy. Bro, you're not, you're not gonna sit no, down with the bro, pen. Man, I'm, I'm, you know I'm he a, got. I'm gonna write some shit. You know he got the check <laughs> waiting Drake, for you, right? If Drake hit me and be like, he no, done I, gave you, he done gave you 50k man, up front. Fifty racks. <laughs> I do that shit for 20. 20? No, stop man. selling this short. I'm saying stop. though. I'm saying if he was like 20 right now, 20. For some bars, bro, that shit easy. That shit easy. But I don't know what he could say to push it though. That's the thing. See, figure I, it out. That, that's figure it I, out. And that's just what I'm saying. If you ready to do it for 20K, that man got enough money to get the best writers in every state in the country to get back at Because, like, what it. if he ain't write the Doobie Freestyle? This is what I'm saying. He got too much at stake like, to people just had, tap out. People had Push know, album man. a week before. You know what I'm saying? So if... Like he, it seemed like he dropped it on the same day. Like oh, the Man, nigga he had that the shit in the cut. But you know, if regular people had the album a week before, he had the shit too. So yeah. like, what if you didn't write this shit? See. See, that's, that's the always thing, the though. question. That's, that's always the thing. And that did Drake right style shit. came off really nice. Man, wasn't <laughs> it uh, in the battle world like? Who was the motherfucker? Wasn't like Arcane or some shit writing lyrics for I motherfuckers? Forget who. It was a couple people that got caught. Man, a lot of people like battle rappers. A lot of battle rappers. Be trading off ideas and shit. A lot of them, from what I've heard, I've never traded off shit. But I've seen like times where people will record a verse for somebody, yeah. they'll PayPal them some bread and shit, and they'll just give somebody a whole verse and then somebody will memorize it and go to a battle and shit. Like, yeah, because they like NBA rivals. They really ain't rivals. At the end of the battle, they all sitting around the table like you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, bro. Like a lot of <laughs> battle rappers is cool. Like every battle, every majority of dudes I've battled, I'm like cool as shit with them. Like. 
outside of battle rap, like after we right. battle. But now it's like real friendly. Like when I, I came up in a time where it was like, you go to a battle, man, shit might pop off in a right. battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like AAU basketball. These niggas AAU babies. They grow up playing together. They exactly. together all yeah, year. Exactly, like exactly, there's no exactly. real rivalry. We friends at the end of the day. Yeah, like all them niggas in the NBA, they all cool yeah, as like, hell and shit. Like Zeke and, and Magic wouldn't wasn't about to hang with each other after the game or some shit. Like it, <laughs> they might been doing more than. Oh man. come on, man! No, hey, not hey, not hey, the magic. That's the next We're not show. gonna do that. The magic. Next show. Magic man. The magic. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Patrick Ewing and, and Michael Jordan wouldn't yeah, wouldn't yeah, cool yeah. like that during the season. You know what I'm saying? Like that edge has been lost in basketball. We've grown up. I said it a few weeks ago. We've grown up literally with the generation. A kids never seen their favorite player scrap it out. Facts. You know what I'm saying? We've never. I don't know if LeBron is tough. Ain't nobody ever threw a punch at him. You know, I didn't say this on the podcast a few times. I'm. I don't think he. We I'm don't think he's tough. Five to ninety percent sure that he never got into a fist fight before. No, but you got because you got to think. I'm. I'm a hundred percent sure that majority of the NBA players have never fought before because you got to think these niggas have been like 6'5 since they was in fucking 7th grade. And, and they've no, been in that extremely sheltered to, basketball He went from high life. school yeah. directly to college. I mean, he went from high school directly to the NBA. And in high school, he was on TV already. Like, So you was already the man. man. You couldn't even touch him. You couldn't even touch. That's like you, you. That's like if you watch He Got Game. Remember, my man's was picked up Jesus, and he was like, "You know why niggas don't be fucking with you? Cause I put the work." It's like that's like that for real. Like they, yeah. you, people in the hood, they be seeing niggas that's balling. If people that's gonna do something, they be always having their back and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They're extremely sheltered and protected lifestyle, especially being that type. Because of Because that's like the mill ticket. That's like yep. the mill ticket. Ain't but nobody I mean, gonna touch Brian. Shit, my my son's fourteen. He's six eight, two twenty. I'm keeping that nigga like he ain't going to six eight. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm like he ain't going to Henry Ford. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm gonna make sure he a country, country day. day. Yeah, <laughs> this nigga going living to brother, that campus. This nigga going to Brother Rice. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I need you to make three more. You just got to graduate high school, yeah. and it's on for us. So what you think about? Uh, so motherfuckers saying that uh, push talk about forty uh, was over the line. I don't think there are any. Li- there's nothing. There's no rules at war. When you at war with somebody, ain't no rules. Ain't Man, nothing off limits. Only shit. Direct I feel that to like... me if it's me. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm beefing with you, then direct it all to me, to you, and attached to you. Your producer going through MS, that's I, yep. I mean, as a person, to me, that's a little off the table. You wanna win or you wanna lose? Was it really that good of a shock value though? Tick, tick, tick. I mean, six, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga Push is really in his bag, and he exposing a lot of shit, and he ain't holding up, and it's all Drake fought. Look at the man wife out of this. And every line was like, it was no filler. Every line was for Drake. It wasn't like Drake shit had some filler in it. Like, he had a little bit of, like, you know That's what I mean? That's that arrogance in shit. Drake, yeah. Because Drake, so, Drake be so arrogant, he'd start dissing you, and he'd start talking about some other shit. Then he'd come back, start dissing Tuesday, you. Tuesday, I'm eating French fries with Virginia. Like, yeah. what? Yep, like, yep, yep. That's that arrogance Why you mention that man's wife? I mean, his fiance. Because there's war. You can mention her name. Nothing no, is off the table. What I'm saying is the bar was weak. It didn't. You didn't do anything with it. 
No, that, no, that's Drake's yeah, he fault. He that's Drake's that fault. That's what I'm creative. If he would have did like, he could have said something about his girl and probably did a little bit more creative. That's probably the thing, and that's probably why people are like mad at Pusha because one thing I will say about Pusha shit is he was hitting Drake with haymakers, but I feel like the creativity could have probably been like a little bit better on how he said certain shit. But it is what it is. Like nowadays, people want to people want to hear shit that they could understand really, really fast. People don't want to hear that over the head shit. And how long it take you think too it, long to build up? How long you think it took Pusha to, to understand? that point because Jay-Z figured it out 20 years ago how long you think it took Pusha to understand that I got to turn down some of this lyricism and turn up some of this shock value oh yeah, yeah. I think Jay, I think Jay-Z behind this whole thing by the way <laughs> conspiracy realist facts I think he's feeding the information 100% why because where's the connection to Jay-Z and Pusha T is he on Rock Nation uh, there's a connection between the good music and Rock Nation and them absolutely but yeah. I think everybody who has gone at Drake recently Kind of like a Jay Z connection. If but you like, got how the a song fuck? with Jay. You know Jay. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, how the fuck did uh you get all this information? Nigga, Jay Z. Well, ain't nobody else winning the championship until the Golden State Warriors come off that throne. So I'm telling you, nobody's been able to shake Drake off of that spot. Cavs and at. six. Right Cavs and six. You gotta take his fan base away from him, which is the women. You the only to- other person that I can relate Drake to, you you went into it, is trying to take LL off of that throne back then. If you got a strong female fan base, you got a hard time. Trying to, you can't beat, you can't bomb to death. You know what I'm saying? Because that's they they stay unscathed. Yeah, because cannabis cook LL. Nobody gave. Nobody gave a damn. Nobody gave a fuck. (laughs) And nobody gave. And it's not like LL came back hard as hell. It was. He was just LL at the time. Like he was still that. He was still that. Cannabis came back. Cooked LL and had a hard ass video. The video fire. Had Mike Tyson in Mike the video. Mike Tyson in the video and still couldn't get LL out of there. Now, you like, know, I went back and listened to LL response. Um, that Jack the Ripper or the Ripper's yeah. back, some shit like that. It sounded better now than it did back then. But second round knocker. First off, y'all, if y'all know, like y'all know, cannabis. Was and like, at the point, cannabis was at the height favorite, of his like, so-called you know career too. Yeah, he's at the height of his damn career when he came. When and what's he, so when funny? He after that, he dropped a dope album. Like his second album, 2000 BC, Come on, was. Man, we're not going to do this today. <laughs> what? Cannabis? Cannabis? Yes, not, can- you know they sent cannabis sweet? I'm not saying it. Dame wanna, he want to disagree. He probably never Jay, listened to this shit. You hold cannabis in way too high regard. Who, he, who can rap better than him? In that in that period, tell me somebody who was rapping better. Oh, than at, him. at that period, he was. Well, he not in too high regard. How long? But how long did that last though? Because Candace, see, that's about, another about six months. I, I about like, six months. That's another thing. That's another thing. I be feeling like sometimes people had on runs, and they be super crazy for like Facts. a year or two, and then they just don't be fired like that. That shit went till two thousand. Then you see them niggas working at Target. Out his cannabis his, is at his Target. His third album, Target, yeah. his first three, at the Mike Club album was cool. Then after that. He went weird. He was he not no he ain't normal no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. It's like people had on windows when they saying crazy shit, and then, then after that, that shit just fade. I be putting people up like, how long would it was they cold for? Like, was they able to sustain the shit that they were saying You're for right. a long period of time? Because any, I feel like a lot of people could get hot and say some shit and be fire on fire for a year or two. But you, man, everybody can't be like a Jay, bro. Like, no. Jay, Jay did this shit for two decades, bro. When you, there's, and, there's like mythical creatures in rap. When you look at niggas like Jay, Nas, fucking Snoop, career, like. We not gonna you not gonna see a lot of that. That's that is the minority. Yes. They the talented tenth. Everybody yeah, else falls in the other ninety percent. 
And they actually had a, a bit of an advantage without having the internet shit around. Like I can. Do you think that was more of an advantage not having the internet? Yeah, yeah it, it made you work harder. Yeah, yeah. No, work well, harder I can too. get this dope ass verse, and I can go to every radio station and say this same motherfucking verse, and everybody gonna be like, "Oh, they dropped this freestyle." Now, once I say that shit on the Breakfast Club, nigga, that it's verse is yeah, gone. I can't never use it no more. No, you are gonna use it on your album. And well, you know what I'm saying? But, but like, we gonna I can't discredit you though. Talking about we discredit shit. you. You know what I'm saying? But I remember back in Rap City, I used to watch Rap City. Oh, the basement. That was the shit. But like ninety percent of them verses is from them niggas' albums. Like, but back then we didn't care because we really didn't. It wasn't internet and shit, and nobody really cared. Nobody really knew that was from their album. Yet. You get that same taste in and your mouth that, when you find out somebody was writing for them. When you hear that verse that you liked you on the basement, and like on Rap City, like once the episode went off, you didn't see that shit no more. That was yeah. the only time you, know you couldn't saying? keep watching. Rap City came on one, so you made four thirty to five. That's it. So you may you may slightly remember that bar or some shit once the album came out, but you didn't go. You couldn't go on YouTube and watch that shit later. Or, or, on or unless you was like fucking a nerd like me and was taping them shits. I, was, I had this shit on the VHS. But you look at niggas like let's say Snoop. He's reinvented himself so many times. Like that's why his career has sustained. Like he he was a gangster rapper. He did he dropped a gospel album. That's just Snoop fire. did the R and B shit. Did reggae like he's he put the French tips on. <laughs> you talking about the pimp era, Snoop? I mean he he continues to reinvent hey, himself. Snoop was Snoop did some a, questionable shit in his hey, career. Man, it's an unpopular opinion, but Snoop was so fire on No Limit to me, man. When Snoop, he was when Snoop dropped the last meal. So let me ask this: Do you think? Snoop wrote his first album. And when I say that is, when you listen... Come on, man. I've never heard him rap ever like that again in anything. What are you talking about? When he came back with Pharrell, he was... That shit with Pharrell... The shit he was doing with Pharrell might have been some of his best work on some real shit. That is my second favorite. The Rhythm and Gangster gangster was incredible. Absolutely. But he wasn't rapping like he was rapping on... No, like he was on Doggy Style. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, it was was on that level, though. I like like Rhythm and Gangster more than I like Doggy Style. That's, That's my favorite Snoop album. But, like... At that time, I'm just asking the question. I'm and, not saying he was, because like I'm gonna throw it out there then. Inspiration. So you figure when he was writing Doggy Style, he's around all that death row. He's around legends at the time. Best producer never heard. Dr. Dre was nice, high. So you ain't had time to hit it with no, no bullshit bars. With Rhythm and Gangster, he was starting to work with different producers. He was messing with Timlin, Pharrell, and the rest of them cats. So he really had to change his style. Yeah. Found a different groove. Uh, di- yeah, you got to find a different Not groove. like 10 years later. He had lots of albums. Like, I've never heard him rap again. Because, like, how boring was Dogfather? No, but you got also shit was think, terrible. Oh, it's a <laughs> lot of rappers like terrible. that. It's like rap is one of the only, I feel like it's one of the only genres where, like, people usually have their best shit when they first come out. Okay. Like, not too many people keep putting out good shit on their fifth and sixth album. Usually, motherfuckers don't even make it to their fifth Royce, and sixth Royce album. He's getting better. Yeah. He's getting better. He's, but he's one of the ve- he is one of the very few rappers. Like, but I mean, all you, the other rappers you spend your whole life writing your first album. Then, if that shit catches fire, you look yo. You could be from the from the west side of Detroit. You twenty eight about to drop your first project. You you done spent your whole twenty eight years. Rapping about what you know up to that point. That is absolutely now, true. Now you drop that album, and now I'm successful. Now I'm rich. I ain't poor no more. I ain't struggling no more. So now you. my music sounds a little bit more comfortable. Let me ask um, Snoop Dogg, this is for the G's, this is for the Hustlers, right? Have you ever heard him rap better than that? That is like my damn near my favorite Snoop song. The nigga was going on that shit, dog. 
Snoop I mean, he, never lost his flow. And that's flow. not it. That's not a knock. That's just yeah, like my favorite song. And that's a, Snoop never lost his flow. Now, is he going to give us that same music? No, he's evolved clearly. I did, but I, I mean, I feel like he freestyled every verse on No Limit, which I'm cool with, but I feel like he freestyled every verse on No Limit. <laughs> we never going to get another Gin and Juice, another like, Doggy Dog World. Like that Snoop is gone. Yeah, but I, I definitely feel he freestyled every single verse. And y'all forgot to, you, you got an angry something to prove Dr. Dre and. Dog Pound producing that album as well. I was just wondering if DLC was behind the first album at all. I'm sure his I'm, pen, sure, I'm sure his pen, his behind. influence was around because that album was cold. I mean, and I ain't never heard him rap in them same bars, but, that same cadence, but, but that it's, cadence but it's, that tech. But it's like boxing. You know what I'm saying? You got certain trainers that's gonna have you fight in a certain way. Can I ask Snoop that? We think he'll be offended if I ask him that. No, he'll probably tell you the fucking truth. You know what I'm saying? Cause, <laughs> yeah, I, cause, he won't be mad. I'm asking that question not to knock him because Snoop is fucking Snoop. He a unicorn. You know what I'm? We'll never get another Snoop Dogg career. When we when we sit down with Snoop, I'm gonna ask him. Man. I'm like. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'll ask you this off the camera first, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I, I want to know. I mean, he's going to be high as giraffe pussy. He's going to give us an answer. <laughs> Man, I just, I just really think it's like sometimes when you're coming out, you're so hungry. It's kind of like with the 50 thing. Like when 50 came out, that was like the craziest shit ever. Yeah, like yeah. that first album, that's like one of the best first albums ever. It was like, aggressive as hell like, the whole it's, way it's, through. And it sounds so real. Like listen to it now, even listen to it now, it's like, damn, this shit sounds so Man, fucking you just real. Can't, like, you just thought me a good question. What? Give me five first debut albums. To me? Or yeah, just, to you. To me, um, 50, uh, Nas, um, Biggie, Kanye, and um, who else got a really crazy first album? I wanted to say some, some off. Some shit. Uh, I don't know who else got a really crazy first album. Like, I don't know who else got a really. You know what? I like Eminem's first album. That's one of my favorite albums from him. A lot of people like his second one the most, but I like his first one. He was more. He was. He was. He the, was in his bag. The was, first one, because I feel like the first one was probably his his best like songwriting to me. So do you make a good point, real quick? Because you're talking about like sometimes losing that aggression. Like you've been battling for a minute. Yeah. Is it is it hard to Keep that same aggression yeah, that with shit, every battle? It's, it's different because, all right, like, I just, I don't really battle that much anymore. I did a battle in February versus Do Reverse Live, and that I was, was like, to that today, actually. and that was like my first battle I did in like almost two years, and I didn't battle for a long time. And when I first came out, I was only 18. Like, that, my first battle was in 2009, I was 18. So it's like, the same shit that inspired me when I was like 18 to win a battle, it, I'm fucking about to be 27. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not like, I'm not the same. I was just a grimy nigga from the east side trying to battle and just wanted to just wanted to spit a whole bunch of gum bars and shit like that. But, like, right. you get older, you want to rap about different shit. Like, you don't want to box yourself in and be rapping about the same thing. It's kind of like even with Jay. Like, I used to say that all the time when I was younger. Like, damn, why does, why he fucking rap so different now? Why he don't rap about yeah. the same shit? But it's because motherfuckers be just getting sure. older, bro. They be having so much other shit. I can't. A lot of people knocked and was mad at M album and they were saying his shit was trash. But it's like, bro, he not the same fucking person. This motherfucker 40-something. He mm-hmm. he not poor as hell. He probably don't even have baby mama drama and no only more. Artists, only no drama artists at all. Artists really understand that too because he had an excellent point when he said, "You've been waiting your whole damn life to drop your first album." I mean, that is the that's the accumulation of every idea, every thought, everything that you didn't put together, and you throw it all on the first one. You damn near the tank, damn near empty before you even come to the pen and pad on the second one. Yeah. You got to start over and, and get it all back again. 
But that that's crazy. This is right. You're right. Do you yeah. rap about? So now you rapping about your life from this point. Yeah. And your life is completely Might not be different. That bad, right? Hell no. I'm I'm straight for yeah, once. Straight. Like, I swipe my debit card and I ain't got to call and check yeah, on my and, balance. And it's like sometimes you could go back into your old bag and you could rap about some older shit that you probably experienced like a long ass time ago. But it's just because it's not so fresh. It's kind of hard to like. Dip into that and have that same exact man. You energy. know who's a perfect person that you can literally see that shit is Ti. Like when oh, you yeah. listen to Ti first album, the nigga was fighting God. Like he he went to he went to heaven and had a fight with the God and the devil. Like he was on a totally different, not totally different shit. Then you heard uh, trap music. music. Then you went from uh, Urban Legend. Like you've seen the progression and this People shit changed. Change. And like Urban Legend was like I think him was at his peak. I think Trap Music was T.I. best album. The, the best example of them all, look at the progression of, of Jay-Z's music. Yeah. You know, by the, you, from 444 is like the gold standard for grown man rap, and then you can take that all the way back to Reasonable Doubt. You you know what I'm saying? So it, it's going to change from, even, from time to time. Even in the subject matter, I've been listening to fucking Volume 1, and he got Imaginary Players. That's like one of my favorite songs. Mine too, mine and too. at the end, it's like... At the end, he say this shit. He's like, "Imagine me pull up with your and you got your bitch with you or some <laughs> shit like that." He'd be like, "He's like, you like, what's the difference between a four point zero and a four point six? Thirty to forty grand, cocksucker, beat it!" Like it's like, but Jay would now would never say that shit. Jay now would he look would have at that like some little nigga shit. Like he oh, would have to turn that part down if, that if same Beyonce brag, is listening to him while he's listening to that. Like, oh no, you know, I don't yeah, that's like, that, that that same level of brag that right there is that hundred. He's like that was Wine's bill. Yeah. Essentially, like uh, they said, because you know the couple that, that what song was that in? And top off, yeah. Essentially, that shit made the news that he uh, hundred thousand dollars uh for liquor and shit on his birthday or some shit. He was like, nigga, that wasn't even Mike Bill. Like that was wine bill. Like that's my flex. Like my whole team is so rich that this hundred thousand dollar uh bill that was on my birthday, I didn't even pay for this shit. Look, my you nigga, don't never like, let me right, get that right, wasted right. where I'm, I'm still, spending a hundred thousand. I'm still gonna brag, but guess what? Pull me out. Different he just, level. Yeah, he just bragging different. It just shows you, like he bragged about some a thirty, forty, like a car, like this shit. He did this shit in the nineties, and now Jay would never just brag about no car now. Like he would never do no shit like that. Now he hey, my bitch Beyonce, I brag different. Now he, he talking <laughs> rapping about jets and shit like that. I'm putting art in my my daughter's room. That when yeah. she graduated from college, it's gonna be. Ten twenty thousand, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a different, it's a she, different brag. Blue must not be touching that art because kids like yeah. to touch and fuck with. <laughs> and that just that be a thing too, because it'd be like, yo, when rappers just stay on the same shit, I don't really necessarily be mad at it. I be liking to hear that, but I I like to hear like newer content from rappers. I don't I don't be mad when rappers try to do some other shit. Like I'm I'm for people just because I'm an artist too, so it's like. The fan in me sometimes don't like it, but the artist in me, I understand because I'm an artist and shit. And I understand when I first started rapping, my style was completely different than it is oh, now. And trust me, it's enough rappers out there for you to keep getting your same feel of the same shit. So if you want to go back to the 90s and hear some of that grimy ass shit, just go listen to Conway. And you'll oh, yeah. slam you oh, yeah. I right love back, Kanye and West Side right Gun. back into it. Yeah. Fucking Dave East and shit. Dave East. Man, I, Jim Jones just dropped some shit, bro. Jim Jones shit had me about ready to buy me a what? pair of Tims in the summer. <laughs> See, so let me ask that wasted you, talent. Uh, now, what do you enjoy most? Um, writing is for battles or whatnot. I know mm-hmm. you haven't done a lot, or putting out music. I know you have. I like I, I like putting out music more just because, man, battles, bro. It's battling is cool, and I'm always fuck with battling. But like music, I just feel like music is more you, and battle rap is more of a character that they want you to be. Okay, like. You you could be whoever you want. I'm not saying you have to be some fake motherfucking battle, but 
it's just like they just want you to rap one way in battle rap. You know what I'm saying? It's only so much you can really touch on in a battle before it really gets like corny and just yeah. overboard. You know, in music, you got so many different topics, so much different range you could do. You could do a song about how you grew up, do a song about girls or some shit if you want to. You could do a song about shit that's going on in the world politically. You could do like, you, it's so much shit you could do in music. And battle rap is like, you're gonna shoot a nigga, you're gonna fuck they bitch, you're gonna fucking. <laughs> Expose you. <laughs> you gonna expose the weird part is like, that it's a lot of people in battle rap that feel the exact same way you do. You can go interview them one at a time and ask them. They're like, "Yeah, I enjoy doing. It. I need the exposure. I like the exposure. I like being out there." But it's that it's like a, a hallway that you in. Yeah. You're stuck creatively. Yeah, and I think I think I think battlers should be more selective in battling too now because it is so many battlers and it is so many leagues. Like I was talking to to um, fucking newborn and shit like a couple months ago, and he was telling me some shit like. It's this website called Verse Tracker, and it tells you every league. And it's over 600 leagues. Mm. Like, it was not like that when we was coming out, when we was coming out. You right. literally had URL, to, you had to get the on the party road. Party 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 you, couldn't, like, you couldn't even get, like, you couldn't even get plugged in, into, like, a battle rap circle unless you was, like, dead-ass nice. Like, if you wasn't dead-ass nice, you couldn't get plugged and just come around and try in the battle. Like, so you had to be fired. So how yep. did you end up on Smack? Um... Well, I was first. I started on grind time. I did one battle on grind time, and around that time, I had met like Miles and like X Factor and like Calico and all of them. Yeah. So we had this league called Animal House, and they was doing that shit in HP. So I was just like driving out to HP, and we was just battling. I'm talking about just we was battling in rooms small like this, like fucking fifty motherfuckers in there crunched and just battling. So I just ended up getting real cool with them, and um, and I just was just around them and shit, and I was just cooking niggas and one day they just called me bro like on some random shit and this was before like url had only been out for maybe a year at that point in time like a year and a half so they had this shit called proving grounds which everybody knows proving grounds is now but at that time it was some new shit like i was in the first proving ground class so it was just me bill collector uh clean paper rosenberg um and like b magic i think and and John John had died, so they were just trying to market that, and it was just so it was so much competition. Like, and that's one thing I'd be trying to tell to the younger dudes. Like, y'all just don't understand how easy y'all have it. Like back then, you it was no coming back. If you like forgot your rap in a fucking battle, bro, back then you was done. Like nobody was gonna fuck with you no more. Like period. Yeah. You had to always have three rounds. You had to always say some creative wild shit. And that's back when the crowd wasn't going crazy for everything. You had to really make motherfuckers fuck with you. And you couldn't sound like nobody. You couldn't sound like nobody. Like, everybody in that first Proving Ground class, whether people feel like... They distinctly different. Yeah, every... Like, everybody sounded different. I didn't sound like Bill Collector. Bill Collector didn't sound like Clean Paper. Clean Paper didn't sound like John John and Don. Every single person sounded different. So now when I be watching that shit, it be sounding like all of them be fucking sounding the same. Man, I remember, like... Even before then, like when we was watching Mook, and we first when it was what, what was uh my man uh International P, what was his shit? Um, Fight Club, yeah, Fight, Fight Club. Club. Like you know what I'm saying. And then Mook and them came, and then after Mook came, it was a bunch of Mook rappers. Like it was that whole yeah. wave of I got Fight these Club guns has, and like, Fight Club has some nice ass MCs. Yeah, yeah. and everybody had their own different niche. You know what I'm saying? Serious was on his shit. Like, I'm doing a joke shit. I'm going to freestyle. And they were like, oh, should that funny shit work? And then everybody came yeah. in with the funny shit. Oh, that real aggressive shit. I think my man, it may have been like Nims. Like, I got a gun so big, you're going to swear that it's fake. Now I done heard of everybody. Everybody got a, a gun bar. I got yeah. a gun so big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the shit was just dope. And then you see it like it's almost like boxing and shit. When a, a, a Floyd, I mean, uh, Roy Jones came in with a certain style, everybody started doing that style. Yeah. When Floyd yeah. came in with a style, everybody started doing that style. Yeah, everybody you know started saying? doing shit. Like and everybody. The bad part it. is um, just like boxing, but the part that they, that they don't take from boxing is. Like you were saying in the day when you used to have to be sweeter in boxing, if you take two L's, your career over with. Yeah, now, currently now yeah. these cats is like fifteen and seven. You know what I'm saying? Man, goddamn, bro! <laughs> you like, couldn't be an elite fighter man, taking taking L's. L's. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, they was like not bullshitting on like if you took an L, that was like I remember going on Twitter, bro. If you like took an L, bro, you, you couldn't roasted. even you couldn't even you go on your hide. Twitter, bro. You had to hide. you had to get off Twitter for about like a couple weeks or something. Yeah, you got to hide. You was gonna get fried. Like it'd be a whole bunch of shit on your, on your Twitter. So knowing that. Uh, how nervous or were you nervous on that first battle then? I wasn't really nervous then because I was just I got more nervous like when more people started like, you know, like uh having higher expectations. You gotcha. but when you just coming up and you just battling niggas on the street and shit, like I was battling so much before I ever even battled on camera. So I was just battling like the camera wasn't there. But then when you just Sometimes I feel like the best thing for somebody that's creative to do is just kind of block off all that outside shit. Because I feel like when I was like paying attention to shit that battle rap fans were saying and and all that, I was I felt like I was probably doing some of my worst rapping. Okay. Because I was trying too hard to please certain people. But anytime I ever did a battle and I just blocked off all that shit and I just went in there and just did me, I always did good. I always like cooked and I always got a good response. But when anytime I tried to do a battle, it was just like. Oh, I'm about to try to do this because this is what I think the fans yeah, want, or this yeah, is what yeah. man that shit don't work because <laughs> that essentially that ain't you. That's like you're trying to do some shit that's not that's not really you. Shit, that's yeah. life lessons. Like, that's like, like you're trying to do some shit. But, but I, I would like to think at some point you have to kind of tailor your style for your opponent. Too. Yeah, you gotta tailor your shit to the opponent and stuff. But I remember, like prime example, I remember when I first when I first came out, like. I remember uh, I was battling Bill Collector and a lot of comments and shit people were saying was, man, City is dope. He's rapping good, but he's just rapping so fucking fast and he's saying so many bars. I just don't know what the, like, it's just so much shit. And then I tried to slow my flow fucking down and then it was just like, I took a hit because my actual flow like suffered because I was trying to slow and rap my shit. So it was sounding like I was talking and it sounded like I didn't have any flow. So now people are saying he it's can't flow. he can't fucking perform. He got bars, he's not performing. So I always like, thought that about B Magic. Like B Magic hit you with so many bars, like, oh, you don't give you don't give niggas a time to appreciate what the fuck you just said. You just moving on. But then if you slow it down, he gonna then, fuck around and choke. Yeah, and then you slow it down, people gonna be like, damn, you you just talking like yeah. it's, I look at somebody like like Marv. You know, mm-hmm. we hold Marv in real high regard. Like he's found that that balance. Yeah. You know, he can he can talk to you, but like when he need to come back to back and like really spit and rapid fire the nigga, like he he right there with it. Yeah, man. Marv is like Marv is a fucking veteran, dog. Like that shit crazy, like how long people just been able to stay relevant in like him, like him, Quest McCody and like even him and Quest X, the best two on like, two. They stay relevant. Facts. Mind you. It's so crazy because I remember literally being in my grandma's fucking living room watching them and shit on fucking Comcast in like middle school and high school and they still in the game and they still getting booked now. Like yeah. that just show you that you like talented and shit. Like and nobody they still from, dominant. Yeah, and nobody from Detroit was even on at that time. So it was like in battle rap, so it was like, damn, these these motherfuckers fire. Like, shit in battle I remember when it was just Swan and Marv. Like they was the Marv, only niggas Swan. from the city cooking. Man, Swan need to come back. Swan fire. Yeah. <laughs> man, I just found out this one dude uh that's from Detroit, man. I had no idea. Um 
Let me. I gotta find them. Um, what do you think your uh your best or your favorite battle that I did? Yeah. Um, I have two. Uh, my favorite battle I did, and it's for two different reasons. My favorite battle I did was um, first one is Chilla Jones versus me versus Chilla Jones, and that's because that came after a battle I lost really bad. Like, so I battled Big Cannon and got washed, and I and like nobody was fucking with me after that battle. <laughs> like, bro, I got cooked. I just and, watched the Chilla Jones at the end of the day. I got cooked. They booed me and shit, and people were writing me off. And then I battled Chilla Jones and shit, and that was like. That battle really like helped me be able to stay in the game and be able to battle for however much longer I did after that. But that battle was really cool, and I switched up my style a lot for Chilla Jones. And I had just I feel like I got so so much better because I didn't want to just I didn't want. How did I get this good? Yeah, it was just like I had to I had to do something different. And then I was like kind of getting a little bit older and shit, so I was like switching my style up a little bit versus Chilla. And then the second battle I did that is probably my favorite is the one I did versus DNA. When I'm about yeah. DNA, that was here, yeah, here in the one rounder, and that, and that's because last time I had battled in like a big room in Detroit, I had got booed and shit, and I didn't really do that good, like so this and this time I had the performance of the fucking night of, the, of that whole card. I got yeah, probably the most. To, we were supposed to go to that. Yeah, card. We yeah, was, we we didn't make it. and I got the most reaction. So that was probably my favorite battle. And DNA is probably the, obviously the biggest person I ever really battled. He's like most viewed battle rapper all the time. So. <laughs> Like in real life, I think uh, DNA, no bullshit. Uh, outside of uh, Los, he probably like one of my my one of the best. He's one of the best freestylers. Period. I I think up there with clips. Like bar, yes, bar none. Like I mean, in battle rap, out the game, in the game. Like I think he is one of the best freestylers. Like period. I think DNA is probably like one of the best battle rappers. Period. A lot of people don't give him credit for that shit. I mean, a lot of people say corny and shit, but I just I look at certain things, man, because I'm I'm in the game, bro, and I I see what he did. Like coming in the game at 18 and battling that, niggas that and, bomb that bomb strap and you to battling you battling grown niggas that's 26, 27, bro. That shit ain't easy. Like our niggas think that shit is like. Like he was able to be on big cards at an early age. This nigga, he's same age as me, like a year older than me, bro. Like he was able to stay in the game and just stay relevant for so long and have big battles. Always be some of them summer madness battles, that legendary. Shit, yeah, that shit ain't easy, man. Like it's not easy. Man, I forget which battle it was, dog. But you know he got this shit. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Get this the fuck out of here. And I was watching this one battle and like. Uh, like the entire crowd was just feeling this shit. Get the fuck! I'm like, this nigga DNA has switched over to legend status. Like once it's just it's just a moment where you get a fucking chill bumps. Like, oh, this motherfucker is really controlling the entire Man, room. And like, get that hat the fuck out of here. Get that shirt the fuck out of here. Get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, this nigga really got it right now. Because I mean, he didn't went through his ups and downs. He yeah. took some L's and shit, but. Most of the L's came in WX. Everybody, everybody do though. Like if you battle a lot, you gonna take some L's. Man. Yeah, I don't give a fuck how cold you think you are. That's why people say this Mook shit, Mook this and that. Mook is fire, but Mook has not battled consistently. That's why you got. Oh, give, he's very selective. Yeah, you got to handpick this. You shit. have to give props to Lux because Lux really came and he. Even if you don't like his shit, even if you don't like Lux, you gotta give props to him because he came and battled active niggas. Like that, you can't do that. This could be a loaded question because I'm biased. All right. So I think, arguably, Lux could have lost every battle he had since he came back. 
I feel like he lost the calico. I do he too. Did. I he think did. he lost. He just had. One, he had that one look, good man. verse. I it's be arguing reason, with niggas it? on YouTube right. till this day. Hey, all right, exclude, exclude, <laughs> stop, stop exclude, it. stop it, exclude the fact that I that I know calico. I'm not trying to be biased. Yeah. Fuck, like fuck all that shit. I don't care if I know him or if I don't know him. I'm looking at this from a battle standpoint. If I'm in a battle and I spit around, solid round, you spit your shit and you choke. I, I get that round right. You come back in the second round. And you spit the same verse that you choked on in the second round. That's, I should win that round. That's too. taboo. You should you should never be allowed and, to do that. Yeah, you shit. can't do that shit. And that, and that second round wasn't that good. And that second, the, the third round was fire. Lux got the third. Two one. I, Cal, I get, Cal won the first two. Cal I can't gave do that. three solid rounds. Yeah, bro. He but how he was talking to him. This man, this man choked and spit the same verse the next round. He lost. Period. But that third was just so cracked. It was so cracked that people just was they were just mesmerized by it, and, and Lux had all that theatrical shit. He had the suit on and all of that. It's, it's a lot. Oh, it's okay, a lot okay. of performance base to it. Okay, you you talking about the, you gonna get this work? This, that that was, man, look, man, I I know, like you said, I'm not gonna choose. I can't say Calico because it, you know hometown and shit. But when he did that, when he spit that second verse, that you should be disqualified for that. And then number two. Dude, you should have a theatrical fucking budget. I shouldn't have to roll up and see you <laughs> had a props and all of this other. What happened to the actual battle? Like step, like fam, you got you got you got my face on obituaries and shit, fam. Like we might have to. That's what I'm saying. saying like where face. where we go draw the line? Do I need to go up to there's, smack and be there's like, dude? No, felt, nothing's off limits in is, war. I felt bad for I felt bad for Cal because like like. Hold on, Smack. Y'all let the nigga use the screen and shit? This is what, like, I'm, ta- that's now, what I'm talking about. That's now what I'm talking like, about. And like, I'm doing business with y'all and y'all letting him do all this extra shit. That is like, exactly what say, I'm did, talking did you about. Me, did you tell me I can use the screen? And like, you he know choked, what I'm saying? And, 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 and it, they didn't boo him. Like, you cannot, at that point in time, people was getting booed if they was choking. They yeah. literally, they literally you can't let even, him choke. Let you me, can't even let slow me your know, round up. Let me know if you want to pay me to take this L, but don't walk me into it. Because now I'm upset as a fucking person. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It kind of it kind of seemed like it kind of seemed a little set up to me. That's yeah. what I'm just, saying. Let me know I mean, if you're gonna pay me to take this L. And for a long time, New York rappers didn't leave the city. Yeah, and they you, they like, still really don't. Nah, bro. nah, they, they don't get on the really road. Don't, man, they it be still Midwest really don't. Midwest it, niggas travel everywhere. Bro, we, I, and it, that, that's the thing too. Another thing, people don't understand how hard it is to go and battle somebody where they from. Like if if I'm from Detroit and I go. The average person can't get a fucking bus and take 50 niggas with them. You know what I'm saying? It's only some, certain people that could probably do that. You might go out of town. You might have two, three dudes with you, five tops, and maybe 10, 15 if it's other rappers. You know, like we was mobbing like that because it was all of us and we was all Shit, rapping. when it was the Midna- yeah, Midwest, Midwest movement. movement. I remember when Cal battled fucking K-Shine and we all went out there. But it was because it was all of us going out there. But the average person, if you booked on a card and you just going out there dolo... Or you got a couple people with you, and you battling somebody from New York, and they got all they niggas. Like, what you gonna do? Like, that's try shit, and cook. That's you gotta, all you, you can. You do. gotta cook. You gotta cook. But people from New York don't understand that because they just wake up, they fucking get in the cab, and they go to a fucking venue that's twenty minutes from them. They be having all their yeah. friends and family and shit in the building. Like, yeah, they, then, then like that's uh, easy to do. They saying slang and different words and shit that the crowd understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, and, and they they keep that bias by them not traveling like that. Like, when the last time you seen a slur, New York dudes coming down here about it. They don't they don't do that. That's how they keep that. And I mean, the last time I remember that was when Arsenal came down here and Trick Trick and, almost pulled them off the stage. And, 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 and that's a whole nother yeah, that's uh, ball game. That's that's <laughs> only specific to. Chicago and like Detroit 
you know, it, it's some other factors that come to when you come down here out of town. It's some side. You got to watch your. On. You got to watch your right. mouth, and you got to respect the city that you in. So who want to come down here and battle y'all? And have to hide in the travel lodge for like five days. Boy, you know I, what I'm saying? Or if I'm just a, a businessman trying to put on a put on a venue, now I gotta go talk to the local niggas in this area. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, I ain't got time for all yeah, that. Yeah, that's shit, why. Man. I, that's why people they tired. They don't want to be booking shit out of town and do that. No, but now, but now they only, do it more. Like, but in that time, they wasn't doing that shit at all. And like, here, you only got to really talk to one local person. You just make <laughs> <laughs> talk to with trick, the same trick. name. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, I really think Trick Trick probably chill with all that shit yeah. loud. But like, man, it was no because. Until you he, show up on, he, he a different person yeah, now. Different. Until you he show different. up unannounced, though, he different yeah. now, man. I mean, or you just say it was, it was for I a reason. It, I don't, yeah. I don't blame. I, I don't think blame. He got to blow out of control, and people feel like like he basically people like, try to make him out to be such a villain. But I've met him like a couple times, man. He's a cool. No, dude, yeah, man. I've, I don't <laughs> cool think I, I, I'm not gonna put the rappers' names out here. But I was with a friend of mine who is a battle rapper, and there was a call made to Trick Trick. And there was a conversation about a battle that was supposed to occur here. And it's not that he necessarily had to check in, but like, you know, we got we need to have a conversation about it before said rapper comes into the city. So I mean his his reach is still there. Yeah. And we love to get him in here and I love to talk to him about that Facts. shit. Shoddy P. I that. didn't know Shoddy P was from here. Oh yeah, Shoddy P's fire. I didn't know uh, he's, I, he's I just tired. watched him he's in uh, Math the other day. I didn't know he, he was from there. He, he get busy. Is there anybody that you want to battle that you have not stepped into the ring with? Not really, bro. Like to be I don't cuz I feel like I battled so many dope people already like and I don't really see too many other newer guys that much. Like it's a couple newer guys I I like New Jersey Twerk. He's pretty dope. Um I, I, he's dope. He's dope. I don't like twerk. He's, he's, I don't. Dope. I don't. He can I rap. Think I think Some, he's cool. It, it's just something about him. I, just, I think I he's just, cool. I think I, compared to all the rest of the new dudes, he's pretty good. From what I've seen, because it's been like a good two, three year span where all the new people have not really been right. even watchable. He's like at least watchable. So yeah, I give twerk his credit. He get busy. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I feel like I battle some of the most lyrical niggas and some of the best performers. So I don't. It's nobody specific. Uh, did you hear that uh, King Los is about to battle Daylight on uh, RBE? Uh, I got Daylight. Okay. Daylight is nasty. Yeah, I and got And there's it. no telling what he may do up on stage in order to get that dub. I got Daylight. Only reason why is because, um, man, when you somebody that's not like a, a fucking active battler, bro, you try to battle, that shit ain't really what, what it is. Like... Niggas can't when you a nigga that rap in a booth and you try to battle, bro, like it's not it's not where it is. Even if you battle before, if you take a lot of time and you just don't battle, bro, like you can't just get in there and just battle a nigga that battle all the time. I think um I like the I like the pairing of those two specifically because I feel almost like Daylight is going to not do a regular battle, so to speak. You know, Daylight, he can be off onto some other yeah, shit. Yeah, do a sometime. fucking antic or some shit. Yeah, and maybe not even antics, but, you know, sometimes he likes to talk and talk about different shit. Like, yeah. I think them is a, that's a good pairing. I'm still taking Daylight. Yeah, I mean, I'll take Daylight if he raps. Like, I want to see, if Daylight raps, I'm taking him. If Daylight does some bullshit, I would hate for him to do some bullshit and it's King Lowe's yeah. and, like, he's like an industry rapper, you know what I mean? And, and it just kind of spoils the battle. I want it to be just a hot battle, but yeah. man, that shit, that rapping in the studio shit, man, that shit is dead. Because we didn't see niggas step into that. Or we watched Joe Button do it. You're Cassidy, not rapping, you're not rapping 16. Cassidy actually 
big Ka- disaster. But Cassidy, man, Cassidy been battling and shit. We you know seen him. We seen him on camera battle somebody before, yeah. so that's different. Somebody we ain't seen Lowe's battle nobody on camera. No, what Lloyd Banks even Lloyd, threw it out there that yeah, he, he was. Lloyd, Lloyd Banks is my favorite rapper. He's my favorite rapper of all time, and I do not want him to battle. He's trying to battle another rapper though. He if he battles another rapper, yes, yeah. but I don't want him to battle. He's another, not trying uh, to battle a battle. He's trying to battle another rapper. Okay, that's. The, then he's, I'm I'm cool with that. He's actively I, talking about that, like currently. I'm thinking I'm thinking like how you nah, was like man. I don't want to see Lloyd Banks step into the ring with like, with somebody that he ain't Banks, prepared a for. Lloyd Banks versus a Fab. I I like to see that. Lloyd Banks versus Joel Ortiz. I like to see Anybody, that type of I shit. I want to hear the bars they right got for Fab right now. Man, Fab, <laughs> some exposing. Hey man, Fab ain't got time for that shit. Oh, he, shit. he too busy at the house smacking. He get me. I, I ain't gonna go there. That's problematic. No man. Lloyd Banks, man, all jokes aside, man, Lloyd Banks battling, I like him. He's like I said, he's one of my my favorite of all time. But have you ever seen Lloyd Banks live? No, nigga is born as no. I never seen him. It's live. Like you watching seen him perform. Yeah, I've seen him perform live. I, yeah, I never seen. This shit is like watching grass. Grow. You seen him perform where? In New York. Uh, I was in Jersey. Oh, in Jersey. Yeah, I never seen him perform. But like, as far as like studio shit. And you hearing people on studio like it's so much different hearing somebody live. You can't yeah. you can't do no do overs in a battle. Like you could write a verse and be an artist and go to the fucking studio and record that bitch a hundred times and nobody will know you took a hundred times to record it. In a battle, it's, that shit is one shot. Yeah. It's your only chance to say that shit. I think Lloyd. Is I just really don't know monotone. how his flow. He's and really delivery. monotone. Yeah. He's really monotone. His style now is multisyllabic and it's not punchline heavy like how it used to be. And can I? I don't know, man. It's gonna sound like I thought about this shit earlier when I earlier this week when um I seen him talking about Balan. Did he have that many punchlines? Yes. Yeah, not, like well. Like on them G Unit mixtapes, G Unit is the future. Let me let what? me, me no, freestyle. Early mixtapes, he was punching every let, bar. Let, bro. let me let me rephrase, because there's a difference between like song punchlines and like battle rap punchlines. He was saying battle been, rap. I've been punchlines waiting on the show, bro. I got a genius knee highs who swallow me whole. Her tongue longer than the ones on them felines. Come on, man. Banks hey. was cooking. Banks was cooking. I don't know. There's one, there's one rapper I want to see battle. It's Lupe Fiasco. Lupe. I don't work. think his style transfers over the into the battle reason, rapper. Only reason why. Only reason why I feel like he get work, and I feel like Lupe probably is one of the most lyrical artists. But in the ring, bro, these niggas that be battling, bro, they be aggressive and shit. Did you see what like, he was going? Well, this was a while ago. He was going back and forth on Twitter with uh, Rosenberg, and he was like, he was just he was creating battle bars and shit. I seen it. I be peeping him. like. I, I want to see it. I, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I, I want to see it. It Depending on the matchup, if if he come and he battle like a Chilla Jones or something, that's cool. Lupe can't come and battle no fucking shotgun sugar, no, no Arsenal no. Or, or no Arsenal hell or some no. shit like that. And I don't even or like even, shotgun Or, or like even that. a hollow or even anybody, anybody with some slight aggression, I feel like, could get Lupe the fuck out of there easy because you could be it's the gonna hottest. going to rattle him. Yeah, you could be the hottest nigga in the I, world. It may but not if rattle him, but it's, it's if, not if, what he does. If Lupe get aggressive... No one's going to take it serious, even if he's yeah, an aggressive like, motherfucker in real life. Like Lupe you, versus Tayrock, bro. Come on, Tayrock could get crazy on Lupe. But what if Lupe surprised niggas, dog? No, Lupe like, is going to be rapping better than everybody, shit. but nobody's going to care, bro. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. He's going to be rapping better. Like, and I hate and I hate when I see that shit because I'm a lyricist and I know how that, what that's like. When you're a lyricist and you're battling somebody that's just way more performance heavy, yeah. When you're performance heavy, that shit could, you know, that gives the crowd the illusion that you're winning. It's like if you're in an argument with your girl, you could be hit, hitting your girl with some fucking facts, but she snapping and doing all of this, and she turn 
nigga, your mama, you. nigga, this and that, and it's gonna look, and it's gonna really be looking like your girl. You when know the what neighbor, mean? when the neighbors listening yeah, to it, it's gonna sound like she, yeah, she, she that, digging in your yeah, ass, like, like she cooking Thanks. you, but you really giving her some game. You really letting her know, like, yo, this is what what it is, and you doing, and you you telling her what it is, like your just, weave really does stink. Yeah, like, it's time yo, to take it out. Like, yo, you need the, to, the back of your ear do really stink. Hey, you need to get that shit together. But your mama a bitch. Yeah, she just your bitch this and bitch that motherfucker. It's like I beat your baby mama ass. Nah, man. Man, I did want to talk about your, uh, the project you dropped earlier. Um, ask me if I care. Oh yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. working on a new project now too. Was that your first project? Uh, third. Third. But I, I I dropped projects like kind of spread out. My first project I dropped was an album. I dropped that shit like long ass time ago, like 2014. Took a break for a minute. Then I dropped something for now. That was another EP. And I just really put that on SoundCloud because I wanted to try to see what the e how how to do EPs and yeah. shit. And I wanted to like do shorter albums as opposed to doing with like a whole bunch of songs. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. Seven songs yeah. in the album. Oh yeah, that's the shit now. So <laughs> I like shorter albums though, me personally. But um, I did ask me if I care, and I did an album before Ask Me If I Care that I didn't release because I just didn't like. I had hot songs, but I didn't like the cohesiveness of it, okay. so I just like kind of shelved it. And then I just did ask me if I care, man. I did that shit in like 13 days, dog. I was like, I was going to the studio every day, man. I did fucking maybe like 11, 12 songs, and I just picked the best ones. And I wasn't sure what to expect, man. But when I took it, I'm like, oh, this shit, this shit, this shit good. Because <laughs> some battle rap, you just some never, battle rappers you just can't make music. Know. They no, can't but, make music. But that be the, that's the thing, though. Like, it's because. I think I took the time to learn how to make music as opposed to like, cause I feel like my first EP, I mean my first album when I I was battling heavy when I dropped at Antisocial and I was kind of learning how to record again. Cause I used to record all the time when I was younger, but when I started battling, I just wasn't recording because I felt like I was getting more notoriety for battling. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna just fuck with this shit for a while. But then I was like kind of trying to figure out my sound and then I did the something for now EP and that's when I was like, all right, cool, this is how I want my voice to sound, this is the type of beats I wanna rap on. And then they asked me if I care, like shit, that's just what it is. Like I'm gonna start dropping shit way more consistent. Cause now I feel like people actually wanna hear more shit from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I dropped fucking dropped three videos off of that. And I'm pro- I'm probably gonna wanna drop something like August or September. So I got a lot of shit like just What you think about this streaming game? And I'll, I'll, I'll say this, then I'll let you respond. Because, like, I think now, I think it's easier for independent artists in this in this, in this this race. So we didn't put music out and shit. It was like you had the CD. It's a nigga you ain't never heard of walk up to you. Can you buy my CD for $10? And it's like, I don't want to spend $10. I don't, I've never heard anything from you. I think it's easier. Nigga, you got a jewel case with your name on yeah, it. Yeah. I think it's easier if I've never heard you, like, hey, I might give you a card with like a, a QR scan or some shit. Like, go, listen to me free on Apple Music. Yeah, it don't cost you nothing to listen to me because you already pay your ten dollars a month for your title or your ten dollars a month. Like, just listen to this. Like, it don't cost you nothing. Like, I I'm more apt to listen to motherfucking shit before and before I would buy a nigga shit off but the rip. Game, but the game is different. Like, you don't see young dudes on the street with CDs. Like, that's that's Man, antiquated. You, you that's a, that's that the shit. out the trunk. Somebody like, and somebody came up to me with a CD not that long ago and like no disrespect. It wasn't like I was trying to fry him or nothing. I just didn't know what to do with it because I don't have a fucking CD player, bro. <laughs> like oh, and that's shit. what I'm saying. It's not even that I want to hold you and be like, I don't want to take your CDs. Like, bro, I don't I'll take it, but I don't know where I'm gonna play it. Like, can I can I look you up? And I was asking them this shit, like, yo, bro, can I look you up? But I think streaming is like it got so many pros and cons. Like, I could think of a whole bunch of things that's 
pros about it, but I think about a whole bunch of cons about it. And I'm thinking about like back in the day when niggas you had hard copies. Shit, you sell thousand hard copies for ten. That's that was the flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a flip. And when I dropped my first album, I did hard copies on that. And I that was like I profited so good off of the first album. Like the you profit. can count your money specifically. Yes. And know exactly how much money I got with the CDs. Like I say, if you if you are an independent artist and you sell five thousand records a a, a a year at ten dollars a pop, you done made fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Cash, cause it's under the table, that's a livable income. Just off five thousand records yeah, a year, yeah. you know Easy. what I'm saying? Because fifty thousand cash is the equivalent to probably making eighty thousand at a job after taxes. Yeah, so and if you you do doing shows, you on the road, yeah, like, you got you, shows, you got merch, and you selling them, like you good. But now nobody's gonna buy a fucking CD. Like that shit is dead. Nobody's. You know, it. I forgot to mention this shit. We was doing our record. Uh, so last night, um, I was down at the ID Clear War um, event at the Dime Underground. Detroit, uh, one hell of a night, hell of a them had that little thing, they had a little showcase, and they was judging the shit, and um, I got to sit there, I did a bunch of interviews with a whole bunch of different people, uh, Shop Talk Podcast, all representing cameras and shit, microphones, the whole nine yards, it was good luck. Of course. Um, but some people, uh, some people had some CDs and shit. He was like, "Listen, we got everything. We got we on we on SoundCloud, we on this, we on that." He was like, "Huh?" And take this CD. I'm like, "Shit, do I got a CD player and shit?" But I did. I, I took. I took. I got like four CDs and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm. A, I'm I told him I was gonna listen to the music. I am gonna listen to this shit. But like, uh, that was a dope event last night, and it just so it's just so interesting, man. Because a lot of these guys I never heard before, I never seen before, and just like the passion that everybody got. Everybody want to be a star. Everybody want their music heard. Everybody like. And I think like uh, we didn't talk about this shit before. Like uh, the Pusher Man is the guitar center, fam. Um, guitar Center out here selling dreams. They didn't sold so many motherfucking dreams that every nigga coming this bitch thinking they about to be the next Fifty man, Cent. And just... Guitar Center, and that's the one. And that's another thing. It's like pros and cons to that because it's like, all right, it's sweet. It's pros to that because now somebody is talented could just record for cheap and they'll have to spend a whole bunch of fucking money. But now it's like somebody is not really probably supposed to be rapping. It's just bought them a fucking two hundred dollars. They can yeah, they can man, be on. They got them two hundred. They got them a computer. Now they just they just doing all this ridiculous shit at the crib. They in their mom's basement. They snatching just, beats off of YouTube. Yeah, but I I, 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 ain't, I ain't mad at that because that was me at a point in time. You know what I mean? I was just young, fucking 12, 13 on sound recorder and shit, trying to rap on the fucking computer. Like shit, I, I was think, doing all that shit. We had the double deck. You know what I'm saying? The cassette joints. I think mm-hmm. I was uh I caught like a, a DMX inch. I mean, uh, you know, at the end of the song, if you stop rapping and the beat still coming, like oh nigga, that's a good forty five seconds. Yeah, oh, you I'm, get crazy. I'm, I'm on that. And then you have to record that shit and then stop it, record it. Like, you extend, you make a fucking beat from a double-deck tape. You know what I'm saying? When you 17 years old, like, nigga, that's what I was nigga, doing. Nigga, I can't tell you how many CD burners fucking Guitar Center and jerk me out of. CD burners, my nigga. Yeah. Spindles full of C- fucking CDs. When they put the CD burner in computers, nigga, that killed the music industry. You think so? In fact, hell yeah. I used to just be on the computer. Cha- I changed the hustle. Shit, my yeah. first. Because we, but we started, old. But we I, old though. I started selling CDs because, like, back in the day, like to get a bootleg CD, it was something different. Because that CD, was shit. CD burners, it was like a big ass. It wasn't in your computer. You yeah. could nigga. Get, I had a CD burner, bitch, as big as a VCR. 
But yeah. when the motherfuckers start coming to computers, nigga, that was a hustle. What man, you need? The fucking bootleg man had all type of shit. You could get motherfucking, then, you could G Unit mixtape, you could get fucking Soul Plane, and you could get you a porno oh, for like five, ten dollars. And then like Kazai <laughs> and LimeWire and all these hey, motherfuckers. Man, I can't tell you how many computers LimeWire fucked up for me. Facts. I was getting my first beats off LimeWire. That's how I learned how to rap. I was going off LimeWire, downloading beats and you shit. You know how long it took you to download porn, nigga? I'll come forever. back tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> like forever. Shit, forever. On that 56K dial-up modem and shit. Hey, man. Di- dating myself and shit. <laughs> the first song I ever downloaded like, was on fucking Napster. It was D12, I'll shit on you. Shit literally took two fucking hours to download a four minute song. And you know what's so funny back then? Because we, we was on dial up connections. Back in the day and shit, that niggas would get their music heard because they'll just name it something else. You looking for Eminem shit? Like, I got a bunch of songs that was not from Eminem. It was this one white dude that was rapping, but he was not he was not Eminem, but he would, he would name all that shit Eminem New Freestyle. You That's know how fucking Soulja Boy got on. Facts. Yeah. Soulja Boy was doing that shit and just took off like. He, he don't get as much credit as he should get, though. Yeah, he, uh, like, he on the business game. On the business like, game, that motherfucker's changed. He changed the game. Like, he's literally he was like the, the first one that, viral star. He's literally the one that changed the fucking game. He made niggas get paid off of YouTube. He yeah. was the first. I remember when he was doing them rich nigga shits, volume one, volume two. <laughs> volume, it was a, he was just doing dumb shit, and then we named the video Rich Nigga Shit. He was running around in his Sedgeway. You know what I'm saying? Burning money and shit. And he was and everybody would be on there talking. She's like, oh, fuck you, nigga. You wake. Blah, 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 blah. Motherfuckers was watching it, yeah. though. Yeah. So Every like, one of them. On like Rich Nigga Shit, volume six, he was just in that bitch laughing. And he, went, he was like, all right, man, I'm going to tell y'all niggas. I'm going to let y'all in on the secret. Like, uh, He's like, I get paid like three cent for every view or and like five cent for every comment or whatever. So all y'all niggas who keep coming around here. Hoeing me and making all these comments about me, like y'all making me money and shit. He started laughing, blah, blah, blah. And then shortly after that, 50 Cent revealed, like, oh yeah, I got a deal with YouTube too. I get paid off of views. So, like, when your YouTube video got like a million views, it ain't necessarily because the nigga didn't watch this motherfucking video many times. Yeah. But that comment section is so popping, every time I go back to make a comment, the video is running. View, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So everybody that's on that bitch saying, I fucking hate Soldier Boy, you was running with hip hop, blah, blah, blah. Every time you go make a fucking comment, I'm getting the money from the view and I'm getting money from the fucking comment. And he Killing just. It. Now everybody got partnership deals. Now the general public has. Yeah, anybody could just make a YouTube account and set their shit up to be monetized. Like anybody could do that. Now they did just. Switch the game up and shit. Uh, now you got to have a thousand subscribers and um, four thousand hours of uh, watch time for them niggas to give you money. Now it used to be once you had a million views, heal your account. Now they didn't switch the shit up. And they always, they always trying to do some shit to like yeah. cut off your money though. Facts. Like that's how, and that's why I don't really understand the streaming shit really. Cause like yeah, you could get money off of streaming and it's some bread. Like if you're an independent person and you making a hundred percent of your shit back. And you just got a song and that bitch pop. Yeah. Like you killing it off of streaming. But if you like an independent person that mm-hmm. only wanted to just sell their 5,000, only wanted to sell, even if you just wanted to sell a thousand copies, streaming ain't really worth it. Yeah. Like, you got to have a content that somebody going to listen to a lot for that shit to be worth yeah, even, it. For you. Even buy or even the pre orders is pretty good. I feel like people fucking, the amount of people that pre ordered my EP, I was like shocked that people even pre ordered that shit. Like, to be real with you, I was just like, man, I'm about to put this bitch out. I just want motherfuckers yeah. to hear that so shit. The, niggas, the fact that niggas like, are buying instead people, of just people, streaming. People actually, I was like, yo, pre order link up. And I just put the pre order up a week before, and people were buying that shit. Like, just to support it. I'm like, shit, shit, only $5. You know what I'm saying? You'll spend $5 on some bullshit anyway. You hey, know man, what I mean? but that $5 add up. That shit adds man. up. 
That should add up. See, and that's the double-edged sword and shit, which is good and bad. Like, so look, if I sold this shit for $5, right, you can get this $5 from this one person one time. Or what if I'm like your biggest fan and I'm going to listen to this motherfucking album for the next 10 yeah. years? I done made well over $5. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how many times they going to listen to Michael Jackson Thriller? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be banging that shit. Like, yeah. so I could have. And that shit, what, 30 years old? That yeah, so bang. in 30 that years, how many now. times you didn't listen to that shit? You can pay that, that $15 that you pay for that one CD, or I can get paid off this shit for the rest of my fucking life. But I mean, you but can essentially only... get paid off of that CD for the rest of your life. What you mean? I mean, niggas are still, like, that's a, a different generation that bought Thriller on cassette or on CD. Nah, but like, I bought CDs, like, well, I was stealing CDs and shit, but <laughs> that used to be the shit. That used to be the shit, like, going to Target and snatching the CDs. <laughs> but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, but, like uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. That's yeah. um, one of my favorite uh, debut albums of all time and shit. I don't know how many fucking times I listened to that CD. But have you ever bought a CD more than one time? Because I bought a CD yeah, more than one I time. Have, yeah. like, Before... We was in this, this full on digital age and Apple Music and all that other shit. I didn't bought a CD physically, and then I actually bought it off of iTunes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I felt a certain type of way. Like if I already had the CD, like I ain't buying that shit off of iTunes. Yeah. I already I, got it. When 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 Jay Z took his shit off of Apple Music and put it strictly on title, but you can still buy Volume One and shit like that on Apple Music. Like I bought I bought the shit because I just wanted it. I wanted to listen to it. I'm like, well, fuck, it's ten dollars. I'm gonna buy it. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel them, you. Ten, them tens add up though, man. Them tens add up. But then even back then though, even on people that was selling all them fucking albums and shit and going they was on labels, so it wasn't like they was getting like paid off of it. Yeah. Some of them They still getting, getting like, thirty cent off of fucking thirty cent an album. Yeah. Yeah, that's like still some bullshit. You spend fucking ten, fifteen dollars on an album and the artists only get like thirty cent, a dollar. If it's a dollar, that shit, shit is trash. Well, niggas wasn't getting a dollar. Like. You know, uh, most def on the mathematics, I forgot how he broke it down, but basically only 15% of profits ever hit my pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sold this shit for um, $12, $13, and I ain't getting shit. Like, it ain't worth it, man. Your best bet is to try to go viral or some shit and pop like that or just get you a, a core fan base. In this, like, day and age. Get that, some merch. That's it. Get merch and get a core fan base or either just... Fucking sign a deal and you're just gonna get fucked, really. Like, cause all them deals 360. Deals 360. They're not even giving you a lot of upfront money like how they used to. At least back in the day, yeah. you could get a fucked up deal, but you have a whole bunch of money. I got a million, front, I got a million dollars. <laughs> Yo, my homeboy signed with Universal back in '98. He was gonna drop some R&B shit. It never came out, but Universal gave this nigga like a quarter million, like. Up oh, front, yeah. mm-hmm. so he was good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I mean, now we he blew through the money in about yeah. two years. But, but that shit, contract still. is like, I'm gonna give you this money up front. Uh, if your album never come out, you in this contract for five years. Now they signing niggas for seventy yeah. five hundred. Oh, I mean his his contract was like a ten <laughs> album deal. I mean, Nick, niggas is never gonna put out ten albums worth of art like, worth of music. Like Cannabis said, oh, uh, if you sign oh, a recorded man. deal for less than a quarter mil and your advance is a hundred thousand dollar automobile, I know the vehicle is probably beautiful, but did you actually if it was recoupable? Like niggas would give you a fucking like baby when Wayne was going through his shit and like I wanna give him a Bentley. I gave Shut you him a up. Bentley. Well, nigga, is that Bentley recoupable? Because yes, this Bentley costs five hundred thousand dollars, but you gonna take that shit back off my profits and shit. So. Oh, you the president of Cash Money now, and here take this Bentley. And now I didn't go sign with Rock Nation. I mean, I didn't go sign with, with Jay Z because now I'm the president, and you gave me a Bentley. Man, that's kind of. And trash man, that Bentley can't feed with, my uh, babies. With fucking Wayne, man. 
Wayne fucking saved Cash Money. Like man, he made Cash Money. Like that's he, that's his he, label. He, he saved it. He Juvie saved made it. it. Juvenile and made it, okay. but. He was hot boy, so technically he kind of built it. He had he had a lot to do with building it. But if it was not for Wayne blowing up like that, it would have been done. Yeah. Like Wayne gave Cash Money another 10, 15 year run, just him. Yeah. Him, then he signed Drake, then he signed Nicki. And like now nah, he did, ain't got no bread. When did uh when did Lil Wayne start becoming and I don't mean this as a shot, but let's just be real like when did he start becoming irrelevant musically? Cause it's been a few years, right? It's not. It's just the baby shit. As soon as that baby shit happened, that's kind of when like people was like, "Cause like it's been like four, four almost five years now." But it's because he got so much legal shit. It's like, what can you do? You ain't dropped no album, dog. Like, and then he'll he'll, he'll get creative. Like him and Two Chains dropped the album and shit, which I fuck with. But like, it came and it went. But then he dropped he dropped this one album. Like he dropped the Free Reezy album, and yeah. that had some joints on it because it was so much legal shit going on. It didn't get no promotion, and I like just heard that album in full. Like six months ago, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, "Damn, Wayne is actually on here spitting," but it didn't get no push because he got all this legal shit going on. Like once people stop feeling you as an artist, it don't matter what you say. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you can be arguing with your girl, hitting with all facts, yeah. and, she, and if she upset, it don't fucking matter what she. You know what I'm saying? It don't oh. fucking matter. Like once they stop, I saw your mama you, wear a wig. Once they stop <laughs> fucking with you, they don't care what how good your music sound. Like we still not fucking. See, with you, you know man. what I'm talking about? A woman that love you. The nigga hit you Man, right in the she dick. Say some <laughs> she will throw your dick in the dirt, bro. She will fry your ass. <laughs> you got a whose man's is this this week? Uh, yeah, my my whose man's is this is going to this one white bitch that we gave it to a while ago, and uh, she went and she about to get it again. And I'm only being this disrespectful to her because I can't stand the hoe, uh, Roseanne. And I'm so fucking glad her shit got canceled this week. Uh, because she felt that it was appropriate for her to, um, or she felt like she can get away with saying that um, roughly that this young lady was a mixture of, I forget what the first word was, but the second one was a monkey, a planet of the apes. Yeah. Like you just can't call black I think women. she said something like Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. Muslim Brotherhood and planet of the apes had a baby. It's this person. Like you just can't do shit like that, fam. A couple months ago, I brought out the the picture of her with the with the, the burnt cookies the and burnt the cookies and shit. Like it got a lot of pub this week because Charlemagne said it on um, on the Breakfast Club. But uh, y'all know I, I said that shit months ago and had it all over the socials. But um, <laughs> like I just don't fucking like her at all. I don't rock with her. She's not funny. Never been funny. Always been racist. Who's standing behind her this week? Who mans is this? Nobody. And you know the the president of NBC is a black woman. NBC? Is it is she on NBC or ABC? She on ABC. Yeah, the president is a black woman. Well, she got her ass the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, that's the same black woman that kind of can the Carmichael show. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. I like the Car- No, Carmichael show is on NBC. No, it's on the same network. She's over the same network. No, Channel 4 is where the Carmichael show is. Channel 7 where Roseanne at. You might be wrong, but whatever. This your debate. segment. This your segment. Whatever. <laughs> I only debate my equals. Everybody else. Oh, I teach. Fuck you. Uh, go ahead, man. <laughs> my music pick of the week this week. I'm not going with Kanye. Streams of Thought by my man Black Thought. He also dropped a small EP, five songs. But what you're gonna get with them five songs is bars. Black Thought is an MC's MC. Yeah. How many? How long is the project? I just listened to that shit. I only, uh, it's like 20 minutes. I only got two songs if in. You, but them scroll at the bottom and check how many minutes it is. Like twenty minutes, 
Five songs, 20 minutes. That's interesting. Push it with seven songs, 21 minutes. Songs short, though. Yeah. Them short songs hit, though. Like, them short songs be making you, like, listen to them over and over. Like, and like Kanye shit is 24 minutes, I think. And it's Black Thought. Fair facts. Black Thought is a monster. My yeah. nephew, uh, Mitch, he told him, like, he 18, you know what I'm saying? And I be, I listen to, uh, I play certain music and shit for him, and I, he want to rap and shit, too. And he, um... Uh, Thing, going to Guitar Center and shit, minding <laughs> shit, trying to rap, but it's dope, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just dope, you know what I'm saying? But because he don't, he had on the like the the mumble shit and all the shit, That's but it's good. it's just funny. He asked me like, you 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 heard of Black Thought? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's what? in his he's in his you know cover band that I listen to every now and again. <laughs> and like, and uh, man, Black Thought is a fucking living legend. I put my I put him up on uh Saha the Prince and shit, and then he come back like like this nigga is just amazing, dog. You know what I'm saying? So. He fuck with some real hip hop. He a big fan of Logic and shit. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't my I'm son, not, no. my son loves Logic, Logic too. I don't Logic, get this man. Shit. Logic first two albums though. I mean, he can rap, Logic's but it's just not for me. Two albums, boy, them motherfuckers yeah. hit like they, them shits. Is hey, slap I'm, I'm not saying that he can't rap. Logic, it's just not for me. It's not for me either. But Logic can definitely rap. He definitely got pink. What game. it is? I think now. I think now his content is so switched though. Like he rapping so different now. Like like I said, his first two albums, but then. Soon as he started getting like more notoriety and started getting more mainstream, well, we say it take your whole life to I'm write your first you, one. Bro, that, I'm, that nigga Def Jam gave him that check, that they thirty mil, and then he was like, these, uh, "Me and my wife are going to be split." <laughs> they doing all the fucking equality songs and shit. Nothing's wrong with that, but it's like I'm I like tired it of hearing he about was, that biracial. I was like, shit. yeah, he's rapping about the same shit over and over. Before his shit had so much range, and I was like, he kind of saying the same shit because it was like. I fucking seen him tweet some shit and saying some shit about the Royce album. And he was like, yo, I'm about to be on Royce album. I'm about to be cooking on Royce album. I'm like, I'm ready because I'm like, I'm locked. I'm like, he this said Royce. This is, he said it was the best man, feature he ever Man, gave. I heard that shit. I'm like, I've heard Logic spit so many verses. Yeah, and it wasn't like the, the, the verse wasn't terrible. It was just the same shit he said before. Yeah. He's like, this <laughs> is the best feature I've ever written before in my life. I'm, I'm like, thinking okay. he about to... Go crazy. Hey man, every day I wake up is the best day I've ever woken up in my motherfucking life. So, I mean, I get it. City, yeah. where can people that are not familiar with you, your work, your music, give your social, where can we find you? Social media is It's City, I-T-S-C-I-D-D-Y. Uh, fucking music is everywhere, man. Anywhere you stream music, you get it. City, ask me if I care. That's like my newest project. Working on some new shit, like I said before. Should it be out later on this year? Hopefully. When you get ready to put it out, we got an open door policy. Oh, yeah. Come on back. Yeah, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. Also, man, if y'all need to go look at a bunch of his battles, when you go to YouTube, type in M-City, M-Dot-City, and that's where most of the shit going to come yeah, up. Yeah, man, you catch all the battles, see me choose some dudes. You know what I'm saying? I watched that Chilla Jones battle earlier today. Um, I don't like Chilla Jones that much. He's a you guy like Chilla. Well, I'll be Chilla changed the game. He man. got an amazing. He had an amazing pin game, and his his brain is is amazing. He he, he changed the game though. Sometimes like, I just want him to rap normal. What <laughs> happens? What happened is what happened is when Chilla came out, it was so like lyrical and shit. It um it changed the whole game. Everybody tried to emulate him. Yeah, even people that weren't lyrical, even people that weren't lyricists, was trying to be lyricists. After Let me that. ask you something because I don't we don't see this happen too often. There must be some type of unwritten rule with Detroit battle rappers that we don't battle each other because you, you don't mean? you don't really see big time Detroit battle rap niggas go at each other. I ain't never like seen who? no battle. Detroit but they, but you got but you got to think. See, all of them already have battled each other and all have came up in the circuit like before cameras and shit. So they're not about to battle now. Like these guys all knew each other. 
15 plus years and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fair enough. And they've been like, they, bro, like Marvin, Mar- Quest and Marv are like, Really friends in real life, yeah. you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? They're sure. not like just rap homies, like, well, man, like you know what I mean. Some people, some people are real cool, like people like Miles. Like Miles is like my homeboy in real life, you know what I'm saying? He was like the first person that ever came to my first apartment, you know what I'm saying? First per, first apartment when I moved out my mom's crib at 18, dog. Like came over, kicked it and shit. We, I had fucking Camaro and shit. We fucking, you know what I mean? So it's like it's weird battling somebody. All the, all like, the battle rap checks that, was looking nice, huh? Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> like it's like you know what I mean. It's different when you battling somebody that you just know, know. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I got, I got too. Me personally, I got too much respect for like them dudes to even like yeah. battle them. But it's some guys in Michigan that I have battled. You know what I mean? Like that I would probably battle, or. If it like presented itself, because like me and JC was supposed to happen like a long ass time ago, we kept trying to set that shit up, but we just could never get that shit to happen. I'm about to ask, what where you rate his pin game? JC crazy, like yeah. crazy, like he crazy, man. He like your pin game is fire. They from Pontiac too, so I like I respect that too. Because when you coming from a nobody knew what the fuck Pontiac was outside of Michigan, Yaktown niggas is and, a different, and, they're a different now, breed. Yeah, and now it's like people know where the fuck Pontiac is, like outside of that. So I like I like JC. Uh, it's this other dude. I don't know if y'all know him, um, but Mac Myron. Oh, Mac, for sure. Mac Myron might be one of the craziest niggas in Michigan right now. For yeah. sure. Mac to me, Mac Myron, my favorite rapper in Michigan. Like, okay, I'm trying to do some shit with him though, like some uh, music, because um him and him and my uh, dude shoot my videos. They got a couple videos out. So shit, I watched that his old battle, his old ass battle with him and JT and shit back in the day. Man, Mac is crazy, dog, and I don't know why he's so underrated. Like, yeah, more dirty was, put me up on Mac. I was surprised because he do like the Mike uh, Mitten the joints around here. Yeah. Like, he ain't never been on one of these big stages. Like, like he did Smack, but it wasn't like it was like a main stage Smack. He cooked this dude named Jeffrey on Smack, but I don't know why they underrate him. Like, he he has he quality aggressive. performances. You know what I'm saying? The bars he got punchlines. He got performance. A lot of people that's like real lyrical don't never really like the performance. Always gets criticized yeah. for somebody that's lyrical and got performance. Like he like he like a triple threat. He do all type of shit. So I don't know, man. Fucking rap game and battle rap game. It be funny like that sometimes, man. Sometimes you could be talented and shit and just and like an AZ. And, yeah, just never hit. And you like you could just be you could just be overlooked like. Hey, is he fucking crazy? Yeah, <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't know why crazy, he like. like I, I, you know. I don't know why he. I don't understand why he doesn't get the same re- reverence we give like other top tier MCs. Conspiracy theory: uh, Jay Z black bottom. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's I don't good, know, man. It's what? too. It's too close, man. A Z Jay Z, you got to get out of here. <laughs> it was Nas. It was N A S. Then it was A Z. Then it was Jay Z. Like, no, man, you got to go. And you from Brooklyn too? You got a Brooklyn nigga named AZ, and I'm got, my name is Jay-Z? You so you think, so you think Hov pushed the button on him? I'm, I didn't make this shit up. Like, I've literally heard this shit years and years ago that they had, like, an underground. Like, listen, fam. Man, I don't, don't want to mess up my, my AZ is fire. Like, fire. Nine Crazy. Lives, Asiatic. Those Asiatic were good-ass albums. Asiatic, Asiatic was albums, the one. Period, dog. That's one of my favorite albums, period. We could do this. Hey, song. I got a funny yeah. story about that shit, because, like, all right, when I first started listening to rap, I was really into just like bubblegum commercial shit. So I remember when Asiatic came out, I went, um, I went, and now no knock to the album. I, I had bought Nellyville, and I was, with, I was with, <laughs> I was with my older cousin, and this nigga bought Asiatic. He bought and that, that shit came out around the same time, bro. He, I was playing Nellyville. He was like, take this shit out. He put the Asiatic on, and that's when I was just like, I was just changing the type of rap I liked. Yeah. I was like starting to like more lyrical shit after that. 
But that was like one of the first super lyrical albums I was just really on. You just admitted on air to buy Nellyville. Yeah, Nellyville, yeah. hey, don't sleep on <laughs> Nellyville though. Nellyville was a banger though. But it was commercial. Right, man. <laughs> hey man, Dame Gone Wild on Twitter, Instagram, Snap, everything that matter. Uh Jay Johnson three one three Instagram, Twitter, follow Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios, go to the website, shoptalkpod.com. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace.